Don't be like slow up, homie. You talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley Bax. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Hey. Welcome to another episode of the Dopest Podcast Ever. Oh yeah, that's a... Is it? Right. Yeah, welcome to G-Splash Podcast, where we talk movies, toys, comic books, sports, and six pop culture news stories of the week. Uh, I'm your host, Bradley Baxter, with my man's Chris Bucky Watts. Yay. Episode number 68 wow. of the only podcast on the internet. That. I da, forgot to write da. a joke for this. That's <laughs> one less than 69. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. One, whatever. We'll just run with that. Uh, Chris, how are you doing? You good? Good, man. Real good. Yeah. What's, real, what's good. the latest? What's, what's the latest? Nothing new, man. Just been enjoying some, uh, you know, coming out of this. Well, not really coming out of it, but winter's winding down, you know. We're about to get back into some good movies next week. Winter. And- just started here. I know. For I'm, the record. I'm, I'm just. I'm. I'm ready for for spring to have sprung. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been. Uh, it's been a good time. We're gonna about to start to be uh, getting some good stuff going. Yeah, it's been snowing a lot lately here. So it, it when I came back from Charlotte, it was like I came back to winter. I was like, this is weird. Yikes. Winter's just starting, and it's fucking March. Yeah, it's been. It's been. A, it's been a crazy one. We've been getting a lot of snow and stuff, but then the sun's been popping out. It's like fifty every day now. So. I think we're through it. I think we're through it. Almost motorcycle weather. Oh, yeah. All right. Some upcoming episodes and announcements. This week on Splash Trash and the Meh, we talked Batman number 62, Nightmares number two, and Chris reviews Thor volume five, number one through six. Heck yeah. This is a very dope arc there. Very cool. So that will be coming soon. Also, uh, next week for episode 69, we're talking Captain Marvel. Chris, did you know that this movie is actually dropping on International Women's Day? I sure did, yeah. I actually, yeah, I, I knew that. Very, Disney very strategically with that. They know what they're up to. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that until. They know what they're up to. Yeah. It's like the whole month, right? It's International Women's like, like Day. But yeah, it's kind of like, you know, yeah. Uh, then the following week, we're doing something cool for episode number 70. We're doing a From the Vault, and we're going back and talking some Indiana Jones. News broke this oh, yeah. what, a couple weeks ago about there being a new one coming out. Heck yeah. Uh, which is kind of funny because Harrison Ford was like, I'll do another one as long as they don't wait 20 years in between. Wow. And it's been like it's been like 10. So Yeah, he's, he's like, man, they just keep pushing these around. Yeah, uh, I think I read, we'll talk about it then, but yeah. I read some good stuff about number five and why it took so long to make. Interesting, I can't I wait had to dive in-, in. Yeah, so it'll be dope, but it'll be dope. Have you been watching, they're on Netflix now, so you can watch all of them. Oh, goody. Uh, I've been, I watched, I should watch all of them, except for. I'm going to. I'm, I will I didn't have even, it done by then. I did not, and I guess I'll say this just now, but I didn't know that Temple of Doom is a, which one's the prequel? Temple of Doom is the prequel. It actually happens before Raiders of the Lost Ark. We're going to dive into that. We're going to get into some weird lore. We're going to tell Didn't stories. We're not going to cover Crystal Skull because it sucks. Uh, and, I like uh, Crystal Skull, it's actually. It's a bad movie. It's just a bad no, movie. No, I like it. I like it. You're, you're the guy. You're the only one. I think so. <laughs> I had an interesting interesting week, and I there's three stories. I was like, Chris, I could tell one of them. Yeah, time could time you told, you told me one off of the podcast. So that's that's one. This is a good nerdy story and really really fucking nerdy. We don't normally talk about my date life on, on here. I do that obviously because no one wants to really hear about it. Probably, but I want to hear about it. <laughs> this one's just funny. Met up with this girl. We went to this cool ass bar. 
had a couple of beverages, and well, my mom listens to the show too, so I'm trying to keep this kind of PG as fantastic. As fuck. PG as fuck. Good start. So then we come back here, Uh-oh. and for to my my apartment, <laughs> and we watch Avengers: Infinity War. Great choice. And I pulled out the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh yeah, you really, you really could. Show I explained. Out. I explained the Infinity Stones, made her memorize each individual stone. Interesting, interesting tactic. Yeah, and then I was like quoting movies. It was a disaster. Like it was, I was a wreck. It was no, a disaster. It wasn't a disaster. I'm sure. She told me about it the next day, and I was like, and said that was a disaster. No, she didn't say it was a disaster. Uh, but I was well, like, there you go. It wasn't a disaster then. I remembered, and as I she was telling me, and I remembered, I was like, what a fucking nerd. <laughs> Man, she's like, yeah, I remember when you made me do all that stuff. You're like, God damn it. Like, I hear it back, it's not nearly as cool. Like I said, I had the, the an actual life-size Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, like, like the $80 yo, check one, this out. Really cool. uh, so this one's the Time Stone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I was like quoting the movie line for line, and I was like, wow. man, I've seen this movie way too fucking you much. You really laid it all out there early. I laid like it that. In that there. takes some gusto. I had a couple of zombies. Maybe it was just one. That, either way, that is. And and uh, so second date, maybe? No, alcohol is a hell of a drug. Probably not, huh? <laughs> well, we will see. I will. I will update. I'll keep you updated. Hope she doesn't listen uh, to this podcast. She's really cool, though. I mean, oh, she. No, I hope she, she does. Stuck around, so. So she she went through the whole thing. So good for you, getting out there in the she game. Learned, you learned the infinity stuff. Skiddly dag. Uh, on that note, let's fucking get into the fucking news. Celebrities dying in three is always the thing. I know. Don't know how or why, but uh, it's crazy. Crazy couple of days. Uh, Luke Perry died of his. He had a massive stroke oh, a couple terrible. of days ago, and then died. I think on Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday morning. Uh, that's crazy because he was supposed to be just resting up and being fine. He was like fine, right? Yeah, he was, he was I, just fine. Well, I mean, he's like you know. He's 52 years old. Who expects a massive stroke? I mean, yeah. Crazy. Um, super tragic. I know all the 90210 fans are, and Riverdale fans are all yeah. bummed out he's, by that. He's that doing was well a, for himself on Riverdale and, you know, just yeah, he, doing some uh, Hallmark stuff. And, I mean, it's just crazy what can happen. He, he was also in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's, it's wild. Not the show. Not the movie. The show, but the movie. Heck yeah, he was. Yeah. He was like, the heartthrob. He's the heartthrob. Yo, I remember girls used to like. I remember the nine hundred two one zero pillows and shit, like merch that came out for that show. Yeah, it was they don't do that all anymore. over the place. They don't do that anymore. It was all, like new kids on the block and Dylan from nine hundred two one zero. That's what it was. Uh, also, Keith Flint, Prodigy, Smack my bitch up. He, Is that a he, song? Never, you, you've never heard Smack my bitch up? No. Take my bitch up. Smack my bitch up. No, why would anyone want to smack his bitch up? That doesn't sound nice. You've heard heard this song. It's like a hit. It's a hit. From what year? The 90s. Oh, wow. No, I have not, but I probably have. You're right. I've definitely heard it. I just don't. I didn't take any time to write it to the old memory banks. I'm I'm about to play it for you right now. I'm telling you. Just so you can hear this shit. It's been in movies. It's a hit. probably where I've heard it. Maybe Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. (laughs) It's been in a bunch of shit. You've never heard that song? I'm sure it's. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. It's definitely been in things. I'm sure it. The 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 beat seems to be ringing a bell, but I never like you know jammed down, been like yeah. The cool thing about the video is like it's POV, and spoiler if you haven't been seeing the video, it's been out for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. uh, the video is basically it's like this dude like you think it's a dude wilding out at night like doing drugs and doing. Uh, having sex and like just raging out and then at the end of it you finally see the person's reflection and it's a woman oh yeah oh. it was in Charlie's Angels okay there we go that seems about right Smoking Aces is also in Scary Movie 2 oh that's where I know it from <laughs> good song well, good song anyway, so he well, passed he- away he committed suicide. Oh, Keith Flint yeah. committed suicide. And then oh, yeah. WWF uh, fans, I don't know if you remember, though, back when it was the WWF, King Kong Bundy also died this past oh, no. week. So, yeah. Did not, did not know who that was, but still, not good. He he fought Hulk 
uh, I think in um, WrestleMania, one wow. of the WrestleManias, maybe. So he's a big deal. And, yeah, he's he was one of those fall guys for Hulk to probably win. Uh, speaking of falling down and whatever, uh, Anthem. Chris, you like Anthem? Whatever. You play Anthem? Nope, never played it. I've heard it. You never played it. Heard it's really making some troubles though. Yes, so Anthem is bricking PS4 consoles. Uh, PS4 players began reporting these problems shortly after Anthem's release, which it released, I believe, on February 22nd or oh, wow. something like that. Uh, starting that, the game crashes, or stating that the game crashes the console, sometimes causing it to shut down and repair itself when turned back on. Uh, the problem has become so bad that users have had even to receive uh, refunds directly from Sony after requesting them. So... Sony's having to front the bill for Anthem's fuck-up, which I thought was kind of funny. Here's a game that um, can break your system. That's nuts. It's an EA game, and EA has taken ownership somewhat. They, there is Whoopsie a web, doodle. There's a place where you can submit uh, your issue or whatnot, but Sony, I think, is refunding some people of their PlayStation or sending new systems if you, rec- if you follow your thing through them or whatever but that's wild man a game that's it's like one of those games that doesn't really have an it's just a world open world type of game right yeah you like team up with the other three other players you just and like on these buy like, a bunch of adventures shit. and like yeah, you just try and get these new javelin exosuit things that are like robotic suits you wear and like you basically just complete missions it's sort of like um i don't know i don't want to say it's like uh, destiny but it's like very similar except for it's more of like the idea is that you're supposed to work together to like do things to go and accomplish missions and get cool stuff. But you can just shortcut all that shit and just buy all of it if you wanted to, right? Yeah, you can buy stuff, yeah. There's a lot of these games that are coming out now that it's just open world type stuff, but it is a kid. You just, there's no real storyline. They just buy everything. You sort of just go and you do whatever you want. Like it's a, the whole world is always changing and so there's always like enemies and hazards and all these the conditions change and there's big stories you can be a part of. I mean, it's just like it's just an evolution of like somebody sitting around with your friends playing D and D, right? You just now you team up with three people online and three other people online, and the four of you go on like these missions and quests and things that you get, and you get points and stuff you can spend on new javelins and upgrades and stuff. It's pretty fun, but it seems to be causing some uh, havoc, and I will not be using it because I have an old PS4, enough. and I'm sure it'll explode if I try. Yeah, not trying that. Um, I have been playing Red Dead Redemption though. Great game. One or two. Two. Oh, 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 oh. No, I actually have not played that one. I need to purchase and sit down and place that, play that one. I'll give you my account. You can download it. Woohoo! <laughs> I don't know if you've been reading the stuff about Will Smith lately, but he's kind of been, you know, he's not in the Suicide Squad now. He yeah, he cut ties he with that. Said, no, no, I don't want to do that anymore. They're in a lot of trouble over there. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute, but he's kind of, I've read that he's been getting some backlash from, like, his last few stuff that he's been doing, like, uh, the no one's happy with him playing the genie for some reason. Yeah, that's still uh, a thing. Which is st- stupid. Well, I think the rollout of it maybe just fucked everybody up. It's like, well, is he not blue? And then like, well, yeah, he's blue. And then they drop it, and everyone's like, like oh, we don't mm, like that now. I don't like that. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Well, he's uh, set off to play in the ever-trending biopic movies that are coming out. But he's uh, going to play King uh, in the movie King Richard. He'll be portraying Richard Williams, who is a California man who raised pro athletes Venus and Serena Williams, ah. both of whom reached the highest levels of, their pro- of professional tennis. Born and raised in Louisiana, Richard Williams moved to Chicago after high school and ultimately settled in California. The movie's going to be called King Richard, so I guess it's about their dad. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Who isn't really the famous one? I mean, but he like, you know, was sort of like Tiger Woods' dad. He was like very hard on them and pushed them to do what they do and be as good as they were. And it took a lot of him being like, you know, a dance parent or whatever they call those people, you know. Helico- He's a helicopter dad? Yes. Oh, that, <laughs> that was my helicopter sound. That's terrible. Um, all right. I'm on board. Right. Is, uh, is he dead? Did he die? I don't He's know, alive? actually. That's, that's a great question. Richard Williams, 77. So I'm wondering if his daughters are uh, EPs on this project. Um, I mean, probably that, right. That would that would be interesting, right? Because then it's like, how do they portray, or how do they have input on their dad's life? It seems like they would be. That seems like a safe safe guess, right? I mean, yeah. 
Apparently fans are pissed about this too, so whatever. <laughs> Can't please everybody, I guess. Yeah. Chris, are you pissed about the new trailer that dropped for What's Game of for? Thrones? Season 8? Actually, did it the drop today? Final. I think it dropped yesterday. Because I think I missed it. I watched some of it, but I was like, I don't know anything that's going on because I don't like the show. I mean, you don't like the show. I don't like the show. It sucks. No, nobody doesn't. Boring. Feel, that's not true. Nobody feels that way. Everyone, everyone doesn't feel that way. Just me. <laughs> Man, you really hate the good stuff. Everyone is stupid but me. That's a Homer <laughs> Simpson line. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. People are going nuts. I I need to hop on and watch that. I don't want to put any input in, but I know that I'm going to lose my freaking mind. You're saying there's you saying there's backlash though? No. You're saying people I'm are saying jacked. Just, You're just I not into it because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. I get that. I, mean, I, know, I get that. I it's know a lot. I can put together what's going on, but I was like, I watched it because of the show, and I was like, I better just watch it so I can somewhat talk about it. Sure, that I can say. But oh, you I didn't know. watch I, it. I, I didn't watch it. I saw it drop, but I didn't have time today, and um, maybe I just don't want to get too excited. I, I can't wait. It's when, it's getting to the point we talk about all the time on the show where, like, there's like I know there hasn't been any big huge trailers, but like there's these they released all these like things you can use as your screensaver on your phone, your background on your phone, and and then they've had these little sneak trailers and this thing, and I'm just like you know what I gotta get to a point where I just shut it all down and I just wait to enjoy it myself because I don't want to know too much. I really want to like, just freaking experience it. Now I'm not saying the I made that conscious choice to the show. I'm not saying oh. I made that choice today. I just didn't have time to watch the trailer. I may watch it, but I'm also it's getting to that dangerous point we talk about where I'm like, you know, I got a taste. I don't want to taste too much and start formulating right. my own opinions right. and ideas of what's going to happen. I just want to go in blank slate and have it kick me right in my teeth. This is a question coming from someone who's not a part of the show, so I could be I, I definitely don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Perfect. But perfect. I thought Jon Snow died. Wow. Did he not die? You are way, you are way back there. He, but that was, he like was a big, resurrected. That was like a big thing, right? He got oh, brought he got back resu- to life by the ice people. Nope, not the ice people. By the dragon lady. Mm-mm. By the Lord Which of Light. Now, but, okay, but now he's running with the dragon lady. He, he is now. Yeah. Now they're going that where to the fight somebody? Season. Oh, they're going to freaking try and fight everybody. Oh, they're going to take over the world. The bad guys and the bad, bad guys. It's going to be a whole thing. You should really just sit down and watch this whole thing. You would really enjoy it. I can't. I can't. I can't I do think, it. I think you would. I've watched three seasons, and I, I can't do it. I'm like, the third season was rough. rough. Is that a bad season? Is that a bad season? That was like the a good season, season? right? Yes. Yeah, I think I think it's the I think it's probably the weakest season. So you're just saying I hit a weak point, and I, I probably should have toughed through it? Yeah, because I'm assuming that's the season... After the red wedding, uh, one of the last episodes I think I can remember was like spirits were coming out of that girl's vagina. Uh huh. Oh, oh, yeah. You're well before the bad. No, you, you. Maybe let's let's just find out. Let's just let's just worth the Google. It's worth the Google. Let's just see what Collider thinks and see if I agree. Maybe three is not as. Maybe three is the really good one. You really blew it. I heard three is like one of the best ones. I, I might have been people mistaken. Like, people. People were like, you didn't like season three? And season I was like, five nah, is the man. one that people don't like the most. Season yeah. five. And then season two, which is the one you got through, probably, you probably got through season two, and then you were like, nah, I'm good. And that's that's sixth favorite. Season one is fifth favorite. Season four is fourth favorite. How appropriate. Uh, season seven appropriate. <laughs> is the last season they just had. That's number three. Number two is season three. So... That it's objectively, and I would say, wow, season six got better. So season um, three is like one of the best seasons. It's like the second like, best yeah. season. Well, you should just try again. You would really enjoy it. And plus, it's a cultural phenomenon. You'd be on board. And they're only like eight episodes a season. I tried, though. They're hour I long. I Can't know. do it. I know. Maybe I will. Maybe I, maybe I will for the give sake it, of the show. Give it a go. That way I can give it a full critique. Write a bad review on comicbookreviews.com or whatever. I like your attitude. Speaking of classics, I wouldn't consider Great Myth Thrones a classic. But for you guys, I will. Uh, The Sandlot is coming maybe to a series. Hmm. Uh, The Sandlot director David Mickey Evans appeared on the Rain Delay podcast to share that he, quote, has sold a pitch for a television series sequel to the original movie that will bring all the original cast members back. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah, yeah. That'll be nice. Yes, 
I don't yeah, who else was what, in there? What would it be? Uh, would they be like the dads of kids that are struggling and they need to build them a sandlot or something? Yeah, they're all their kids are hooked on technology, <laughs> so they build them. Yeah, up and they're baseball. like, you know what? We need to Actually, you guys no, build a sandlot. I don't know. That's a great question. What would this? What would this series be about? Let's let's ha- let's talk about that for a quick second. I think exactly that. Battling technology, all, they got to get back to the simple stuff. None of their kids want to play baseball, so they take them to the sand lot where it all happened for them and then well, what's the kids get into their own shenanigans and the parents are dealing with like i got a divorce man i fucking so you, you, I, I couldn't stay be... with freaking nuffle pedal what was the girl's name wendy wendy pepper yeah he's like me and peppercorn pepper? broke up we broke up we got seven kids or I, something that's crazy. definitely not her name but it's... it is it's wendy peppercorn it's not peppercorn i guarantee it's not peppercorn but i do remember wendy, her name being it's peppercorn with f's instead of p's Oh, really? Wendy Peppercorn. I just Googled it. Gave it a goog. Wow. I was on that one. Yeah. You were dead on. Uh, well, what's his name? Played for the Dodgers. And the other got kid was like Benny the, the Jet Rodriguez. Benny the yeah. Jet. Heroes are, was it? Heroes are never forgotten. Uh, no. Heroes are forgotten. Legends never die. No, it's it's, uh, it's uh, heroes. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Arrows, Babe Ruth. He's like, "How's it going, kid?" And it goes to Babe Ruth. He's like, "What are you doing here, Babe?" Because oh, the baseball. I, I like to hang out in your closet, kid. Aha, yeah. uh-huh. smoking cigarettes, womanizing. Smoking you know how I do. Stogies. It was the twenties. He didn't the know Sultan of SWAT. The Colossus of Clout. The Colossus of Clout. Um, uh, was like, one like, dude? I'm ready to see what happens. Well, didn't uh oh, and then what's his name? Uh, fucking the catcher. He's still he's still acting and shit. He's been in a couple of things. I've seen him. Uh, they just had an anniversary, I think, for the show, uh, for the movie. Really? They were. I think they were playing it a few things. I wanted. I actually wanted to do a show. We should do a show on the Sandlot. Oh yeah, that'd be maybe super closer fun. around. Maybe closer to around the time National around Sandlot Day. Yeah, is that a thing? I think it's <laughs> a thing, right? I'm. It would not shock me. Yeah, remember when they went to the carnival and they all? Oh, Red Man Chew. Oh, I never did chew. Anyway. Anywho. Speaking of regurgitating, uh, DC is finally waving the flag. White flag. Oh, time to give up, huh? Yeah, CEO of Warner Brothers, Kevin Tujahara. Is that right? Yes. Close enough. That's a tough one. Word. He told the uh, LA Times that their focus is on making standalone films that are worth watching and not trying to create a massive, sprawling franchise. Oh. Oh, they're giving yeah, up, th- huh? is what he said. Uh, the upcoming slate with Shazam, Joker, Wonder Woman 1984, and Birds of Prey feels like we're on the right track. We have the right people and the right jobs. We're working on it. The universe isn't as connected as we thought it was going to be five years ago. They're fine with that? I mean, this is this to me just sounds like Don't we can't that. fix it. Guy, we, we can't fix it, so we're going to put tape on it. <laughs> Yeah, we can't. Okay, here's the deal. We're going to say this is the plan because this is the plan going forward. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're we're not doing a good job of a connecting thing. We didn't do a good job of that. And now we're fucking, here we are. Oh, they blew it. What do you want to, you know, what do you mean? You know? There's nothing more. Yeah, I mean, they did it. They know that they did. And, but, I, I, every every time we talk about this, man, I'm always like, "What the fuck are they gonna do? You're gonna have this Wonder Woman and Aqu- Aquaman's their best film, right? Well, well, Wonder Woman's their best film. No. Yes. Well, I mean, yes, Wonder Woman's the best film. Wise, you're talking about Aquaman. Uh, yeah. But Wonder Woman's their best, like critically. It's I didn't. Even, I didn't. Oh, I definitely. I didn't even like Aquaman. Made a lot of money. I'm interested to see the Joker movie, I guess, but. And Shazam, gonna... I'm interested in Shazam. I'm interested in a lot of the movies separately. I my concern with them always, and we talked about this before, was how are you going to bring them all together? At this point, it's so fractured. How are you going to fix these patches that have come up? And and honestly, I know, like you said, it's a band aid on a, or a tape on what's happening. But maybe that's just what they. That's just you know what, guys. We want to make cool movies for you, so we're going to keep doing that. But this whole connecting them and putting them together. We're just not going to do that. The Avengers kind of did it really well a lot. And so let's just give you a cool oh. series of characters. If there's a crossover movie sometime, okay. Maybe Aquaman's successful enough that we do a Aquaman Wonder Woman team up or a, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Shazam and the, Black Adam movie. You know, stuff like that. Are we going to get a flat, like the the Flash movie? Yeah, Wasn't maybe, that supposed maybe, to be like. Well, that's the thing. Maybe now they can say, okay, 
We keep dancing around this whole yes, we goddamn. Talked, we talked. We talked about this. Yeah, like, flash that was paradox. the way to fix everything. That's the way to right? fix it. But they're just basically saying, you know what? Let's just scrap that. We'll do it. We'll find ourselves a different Barry Allen, a different Flash, and we'll just make a different set of Flash movies. And this Bat- Matt Reeves Batman movie, that's part of it too, because it all exists and they're all just movies. Because we blew this whole making a universe thing. Maybe we'll try again in ten years, but we gotta let these ones all die now. That's what it really feels like in a lot of ways. Is they're just him, him basically saying, okay, we're going to let Aquaman and Wonder Woman and Birds of Prey, like we're going to let all these things run their course. And instead of going to a new phase, like you're seeing, like the Marvel does, they go phase one, phase two. Instead of a new phase, at some point we'll just say, thank you. Everyone's cut and done. You each made three movies if they were good. And now we're going to start over and see what we can so do. So you're saying that the universe down the line is going to be a 1,000% reboot. We're going to get through 100%. up to Wonder Woman 3. Thanks, Gal Gadot. Yep, later. later. Uh, Jason Momoa, my man. Unless Thank you. You've been great. Somebody comes See around with a really cool idea. Unless somebody comes around, they can just say like, unless they Wasn't want to fool us to believe to be that the guy? didn't happen. You know? This guy was supposed to be the guy, though. Like, he was supposed to, like, save the fucking shit. He fucked yeah. up. You done, you done fucked up. You done fucked up your job, bro. And I was like, well, we'll just we'll just glue it back together. Everything will be fine. This is fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't that funny though? We're at a we're at a state of movies where like we're so harsh on continuity errors. Like Marvel gets it. Marvel gets that shit because their continuity has been fucked up. But we we let, tend to let them slide a little bit more than we do DC. Oh, absolutely. Because they've done a better job, obviously. Absolutely. But isn't that weird? Like, remember recasting used to be a normal thing. <laughs> they would make sequels to movies and just recast somebody else. Oh yeah, it wasn't even. It was like, oh yeah, like, oh, this this is technically fucking Dark Knight did it. Man, Iron Man so did hard, it. I died almost. Uh, I think Incredible Hulk did it. Yeah, it used to not be a big deal. It used I mean, to not be a thing, but now it is. Think about now the Batman movies deal. before. Those are That's... technically all in one run. Yet Batman right. changes three times. And it was, yeah. it was just like, oh, we got somebody new. Keaton didn't want to do it, and Tim Burton was out, and well, we just moved on. Yeah, like, it, that thing went all the way through. Like, new directors, new vision, Chris, Jim Carrey. Although, he always had a great cast. The oh, Jim yeah. Carrey, Tommy Lee stuff is pretty funny, though. That story. Anyway, enough bullshitting around. DC, you're done. Yeah. Put a fork in them. Put a fork in them. Although, I am curious who they're going to cast as Batman and what villains we're going to see. Are we going to... They need to do like brand new villains. Uh, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Do a different turn on it, or like, I'd be cool. I, I mean, I've said this for a while, but if you're gonna go down this road, like, you should go down some like mini arcs, like this Matt Reeves. We never know what we're gonna get, but it'd be cool. To, like, all right, well, this movie's we're doing a we're doing a movie and a sequel of Hush. Like, literally, the movie's just gonna be called Hush, and it's a Batman movie that's just telling that story. And we'll cast all kinds of people. We'll cast I, a Superman because that's important to that story. We'll cast a Poison Ivy. We'll cast a freaking Mr. Free. We'll cast them all. And we'll just put them in the movies. We'll do a trilogy. Because screw it. We can't do anything else. And people will be like, maybe we yeah, like guess, that. See, that? you know what, Chris? That's one of those things where you yell at the screen because you, you're like, why don't you guys just do this? Yeah. They should have just taken a story arc, made that the, literally just make that fucking thing and stick to the T in the core of characters. Yeah, there you I, go. There's, there's I mean, I would Batman even do series. it. I would even. Three you, movies. You could even spin that. You could spin that easily by saying, "Hey, just so you know, like, we're gonna do this thing, and you you don't have to keep up with it. Like, you're not gonna have to watch 14 different movies to know what's going on in this movie. Like, you might have to over there. You just can show up to this one, and you know, just like the Dark Knight trilogy, that this is its own separate thing. This is this storyline. We're doing All Star Superman. It's gonna take three movies, and we're gonna do it in four years. You're gonna love it, and that one's gonna be done, and we're gonna get new Superman and new everybody." Screw them. Yeah, it's, I think we're at, but I think we're at super uh, superhero fatigue is catching. That's ex- that's true. That is true. So you need to cash your cows out now. Anyway, speaking of comic book movies that we can't get enough of, today we're talking Umbrella Academy. Uh, Chris, did you read this book before? No. Or yeah, okay, me too. I'm in the same boat. Did not read the book. I've I've like skimmed it and done some research on the book itself, but it was really more the show. Yes. Um. If you like superhero stuff, this is a darker world created by what's the band, Chris? Uh, freaking My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance. Gerald is Gerald. Gerald Way, right? 
Uh, yes, Gerald Way. And Gerard, Gerard Ger- Way, sorry. Gerard Way and yeah. Gabriel Bay. Uh, so for those who don't know, Umbrella Academy is the adaptation, uh, the show is an adaptation of a comic book series of the same name, created by Gerard Way and Gabriel Bay. Uh, the show revolves around a dysfunctional family of an adopted sibling superheroes who reunite to solve the mystery of their dad's death and the threat of an impending apocalypse. The show stars Ellen Page, Tom Harper, David Castaneda, Mary J. Blige, and a lot more. The adaptation began development uh, back in 2011 with Universal. It was supposed to be a movie, and now it eventually show, got shelved and then turned into a television series in 2015, and then got greenlit by Netflix in July of 2017, and now it's here. Boom! Umbrella Academy. Wow. How many? I think it's like ten episodes, right? They're hour-long episodes. Ten one-hour episodes. And this is a whole another conversation. But did you feel like this series was a little long? Um. Yeah, I mean, ten is the normal, and you know, we talked about. It. I mean, I, I, I'm honest to God, I'm surprised it wasn't thirteen. The way they go in in the Marvel shows mm-hmm. and stuff, like ten felt. Like, there was a little drag and some really weird kind of stuff along the way, but for the most part, I thought it did a pretty good job of filling that time. Eight might have been too small, or eight might have been good fit, but I think they just like to order things in tens. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, there's a lot of characters in this one, so to kind of tell this story. Um, so basically, a quick synopsis of the story, of, of this show is that I think it's like 43 kids were born randomly at the same time without any kind of conception is that the right word yes and then a rich billionaire buys seven of them he adopts them and then he just gives them numbers as their names is one two three four five six and seven so they all have special powers in the so this we'll get into the the comic book differences and stuff later but they all kind of have a special powers and then you have ellen page who is is she number seven she's seven yeah who is convinced that she doesn't have powers. Told she's just a regular Joe. Yes. And she never gets to participate. So these kids grow up. They all kind of go their own path. Their father wanted them to be superheroes, protect the world, I guess. And you never really see them as kids fighting. There's just like one, there's like one time and that's it, right? There's like one in the beginning kind of shows like how they got started. And then it's really just kind of focused on this, the main plot Tournament. of the whole yeah. show. Yeah. One of them gets decides to throw a tantrum at a dinner and he's like fuck you guys like i'm know my shit i'm out of here and he goes in time he can time jump and he goes into the future and then sees an apocalypse so then he has to try and figure it out mm-hmm. he's stuck in he's Basically stuck in the future stuck in the future for like 43 years and he gets hired by what are they called the uh they're called something different in the comic book but in this they're called the like, council the commission commission yeah and the commission is basically the overseer of timelines. Yeah, I would say they're kind of like a time patrol or a time police. Yeah. Like they sort of just are watchers that maintain the t- the time stream. Does he figure out the time? Like what happens when they're at like the funeral thing that they put together? Yeah, because their and, dad dies. So that's what brings back. them all together. Yeah, and he right. he's able to teleport back to his time finally and. He's basically trying to figure out that how can in eight days, I think eight days, that's when the apocalypse happens. So what, how can he stop right. it before then and try and, and they all obviously, they all have their own animosities and they don't like each other anymore. And they went their separate ways for a lot of reasons. And they feel differently about their dad and their childhood. And, and so it's their part personalities always conflicting and also then trying to work together and ultimately, you know, trying to get them all to come together, which you would expect exactly. from something like this from a disbanded hero plot you would figure the end game would be bringing them all together to do something yeah so that that's what brings them together is like chris said uh the death of their father and when this guy time jumps again he's stuck in his like was he 12 13 yeah basically you can't he, he you're not able to transfer he was only able to transfer consciousness that far. Like he went into the future and got stuck. He couldn't bring his physical body back through. So his consciousness gets transferred into the body that he had at that time. But it's also like a weird thing where it's like, it's not his body because his body went in the future. It's more like when he jumped back in time, his consciousness only could reatomize the, like the body that could be made from the jump was only what was available then. So that would put him back in a teenage body, very sciencey mumbo jumbo, but it's basically 
Adams at that point didn't exist to make his old man version, so it just made his young man version. Yeah, it's a it's a tw- a twist on time jumping and things like that. Yeah, which, I thought, which is kind of interesting, actually. It's kind of cool. It puts this like ma- very ma- mature f- kid, yes, forty three year old man inside of a twelve kid's body, body, and he's yeah, he's been talking to a mannequin for so long. He's like falling in love with it. He's like falling. Yeah, Tom. What's his uh, Tom Hopper? He's mm-hmm. so in the comics, the characters actually instead of him having like that apish body with an injection he's actually a head on an ape like body yeah in the comic or something like that yeah there's a few different differences and we'll go over that but um chris all in all how do you feel about the show how do you feel about the show do you think you think it was was a good show i do Splash yeah. trash man i think i think um oh, that's tough um i give it a light splash like i i thought that it had some weird stuff and some interesting choices and um there's there's a lot of things that I'm kind of like I just felt I mean it wasn't necessarily like I, it's almost your question earlier like I didn't feel like it couldn't hold up over ten episodes I just felt like there was a lot of wasted space or like some of the dialogue was a little bit unbelievable or off it just it did, sometimes it felt like not very human and also the I aesthetic think, was kind of weird like it was trying to be this sort of comic book esque artsy thing but then it was also trying to react in a real world and those kind of conflicted sometimes for me especially when mm-hmm. they introduced like science fiction to that but didn't keep it like in a steampunk science fiction. It was like this science fiction of our, what we would expect in like a modern film was colliding with like this weird art deco, almost feeling thing. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Uh, It it was definitely like, it was, it was filmed in Canada. Oh, there we go. That makes sense then. It didn't have that. It didn't have that like American vibe for sure. Because like the kids are all wearing, like the one kid is still wearing his, academy uniform yeah not that i think that they're supposed to be americans but i think no. it actually i think in the comic it takes place in like france right you know actually i don't i could be wrong in the comic where it takes place it's a good question um so still reading i only read like two pages uh so i didn't get through it but um i liked it i actually really liked this show i thought it's a good take on like a comic which i like i like and it's not like super duper superhuman mm-hmm. flashy and like yeah it, i think it's something well developed and this is the perfect thing for netflix right now because netflix can stay in that dark realm mm-hmm. and this is definitely a darker uh show for sure yeah. so i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a splash i thought there's no monsters yet there's no nothing really crazy it's like everyone's a human but just in this weird world like you have mary j blige's character who is also with a dude and they're like time traveling hitmen that yeah yeah absolutely that's exactly right i i actually really i really liked both their characters yeah i like their characters i liked that that idea i like the whole commission yeah i like the whole commission concept where like out of nowhere they would just get that like an air message yeah, like through like those old or, bank what are they, what do you, yeah, what do you the call banks, those the bank system? tube like deposit the, things the, yeah those fucking tubes that go throughout everywhere and they would just show up in like a refrigerator vending machine a shower like <laughs> i thought that was dope it was i don't know how i don't know if it's like that in the comics but i thought that was pretty cool i think it was really written well and it was adapted to and most of the cast have said this too, is they changed a lot of the characteristics because they wanted to make it more believable and grounded. Sure. Like you said, Chris, I think you said that before. Yeah. So like number two is actually this badass who can throw shit, but like he sticks with knives. He's good at throwing knives. Yeah. And he's more human, but and I think in the comics he could do a lot more. They kill off one. The cool, I, I love that. They killed him off, but like we still saw him. Oh yeah, how you get to see him through Klaus, how you get to see the horror. Yeah, so Klaus in the comics could also levitate. Yeah, he can levitate. And... He can also read minds. He's like right. a, he's like all the things. But, but in, in this, this one, he just is can interact he, with. He the can dead. just see dead people. Yeah. yeah, he can see dead people. They have cool but... names too. They never get into. I feel like in the show. Yes, I would. I would. That's in the comic that, that I thought was kind of cool. The um. The thing I like about Klaus is uh, he hated talk. The way that his back story they gave him 
was 100% different than the books, but he's basically, he hates talking to the dead people because it like, gets creeped out. Yeah, it's, it, would, it so would drive you crazy. Does, They're always reaching out to you. Or, yeah, of course. You saw Sixth Sense. Look at him. Look yeah, at that kid now. He's insane. fucked up. He's on, he's on Silicon Valley fucking everybody up. There you go. Uh, he's also in that Amazon show. Anyway, sidebar. But now, so what he does and to avoid talking to dead people is he just got super fucked up all the time and then yeah. he can't talk to them. So when he sobers up, he they come back and he's like, fuck, I hate like that's like the coldest, roughest cold turkey ever. Yeah, I think that's like, I, I think that, that that's a good point. I, he's actually of all that he's my favorite character and I think that he's really mm-hmm. interesting. But I think that there's something to be said about how like when you look in the comics, you know, you want to give these people lots of powers or give them anomalies or things to make them different, but kind of limiting those to one thing and then also not making it over the top. Like it's a power that seems like it's almost a, it's almost in a way as I'm watching like a letdown because like not a letdown, like I'm, I'm disappointed, but in the sense like, Oh, that's your power. But it's not what I'm used to seeing in like comic books or comic movies. Like right. it's not crazy. Like even Luther, who's, um, the like you know gorilla, he's like super strength. That's his thing: super strength and durability. But it's not like it's that crazy of super strength. It's it's definitely very strong, but it's not like Wonder Woman or Superman strength. And I think that's good to almost limit that and let them sort of grow into that. And I think even he's got more, like ape strength. He's got yeah, like ape strength. Yeah, he's basically just a big strong guy, and there was an accident, and so he had to be gorilla. injected gorilla with some yeah. stuff that turned him like half gorilla to save his life. But I think there's also a cool element to this show and. Something that I know we've seen in comic books and in comp and in comic book movies, maybe in comic book and comic book movies, I feel like it comes across a little more as a responsibility issue. Like I have these powers, what do I do with them? In this one, it's a little bit more highlighting what the power is, but also what the uh, what effect that has on you. Like, what's the negative side of that? Like, for, right. for Klaus, it's it's obvious. He when he's freaking in it, his power is basically to be open to the dead. So they're always talking to him and begging him and yelling at him and like wanting in at all times. So he tries to block out because that's a bad thing. Or the rumor, Allison, she can get whatever she wants by whispering in someone's ear and basically having mind control. But that can have an absolutely. She has a terrible life and a very hollow life because it's very similar to the Purple Man. How do you know what's authentic, or how do you? How can you believe things, or how can you feel good when you're puppet mastering everybody at the end of the day? Like that's right. it's almost too much power. Diego, sure, he's a little bit like he can throw a knife and curve it. He's more, and, and I think they deal with, especially they deal with him and Luther in a way that's more like they're on two opposite sides, kind of like Rafa, uh, like Raf and Leonardo and the Ninja Turtles, where. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. Luther's like I'm the I'm the I'm the captain of this team, and I need to be able to represent. And that my power is that I'm strong, but I'm also hairy. But that's a side effect. And then Diego's like, "Well, I want to be a street vigilante that goes out and does all this shit." And we we don't have the same views. But this, it's the characters for me that are most interesting that have that internal conflict. Like, I can fuck up my life. I see dead people. Plus, his Obviously, name is number two. The, he's been called yeah. number two, so he's like always thinking he's not. He's like, good great. At- I was born at one millisecond later. And then like the boy number five. He just he he got cocky. He's he's got a whole different story. He got cocky and accidentally jumped into the future too far, dummy, and then couldn't come back. But like he's got that whole internal thing going on. Ben's a freaking dead ghost, but when he could have his power, it was basically to turn into like a crazy the darkness style monster. And he didn't like it, he and he would like hate it. to do it because he's like, oh he's cool, like, I have to. You can freaking throw somebody and you can like teleport and take their gun. I literally have black tentacles that shoot out of me and rip people to pieces. Like those are different things we have. And then obviously this whole plot that we'll get into unfolding about uh, Vanya or the white violin, as she's called. It was pretty easy to foresee that um, Ellen Page had powers. Yeah, that I was like I got that, that was, vibe like it like season like episode two. Yeah. Or three, oh, no, they ca- like, they cast her in here to be ordinary. Sure. She killed it, though. I mean, Ellen Page always I'm always impressed with her acting. I think I feel she's, like she'd been out of the game for a bit. So do I. I think she's coming out. She's being a little bit more vocal politically and. Yeah, that's fine. That's good uh, for good for you. Do what you do, but just yeah, I thought she did a good job. I mean, I thought overall, every there's a lot of unknowns I think she's a great in actress. here. I actually really love her. She's really the only known known other than the guy that played their dad. But um, well, Tom Hopper wasn't he in? He was in. Um, he's in Game of Thrones, and was he? Re- oh, wait, who's Tom Hopper? Tom Hopper almost played Thor. Oh, interesting. I'm very glad that he didn't. <laughs> he's very- in Black Sails. Very happy that. Oh, Black Sails. There's one. See, they got renewed for season two. Well, I mean, it ends. It it doesn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it ends on a. Cl- it's not one of those shows that ends on a cliffhanger. It ends on a very open door, because it's basically like, hey, 
it, it almost in a way feels like a comic arc to me where it was like when it ended, I was kind of like, like the, Oh, okay, cool. There definitely it. is going to be more to this story in a totally different capacity. Right. Now that I think about it, did you like the ending? I did. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I, w- I thought the ending was, <sighs> I don't know. I mean, here's because the thing. Go- when I you, mean, I don't want to spoil we can, it. We, we, can, spoil we it. can spoil it if you don't listen right now. All right, so this is the end of the movie, <laughs> end of the end of the series. They come through. They they come together they and they finally they all team up and they Vanya accidentally broke a chunk off of the moon and it ha- making Armageddon happen. Yeah, they tried to refocus her energy, her psychic, because the whole time. Her energy is like she's super psychic. In fact, she was so powerful that uh, that the Reginald, their dad, he had to separate her and then give her pills. And he had Allison, the rumor girl, convince her that she was just ordinary, so that she wouldn't be around because she her psychic energy was like Dark Phoenix level. Uh, and so yeah, then basically she's doing this concert and they're trying to stop her and she builds up all this psychic energy and they, instead of her blowing up the planet, they focus her upward. But of course that pesky old moon up there of all the places they could have fired the energy hits the moon, blows the moon to pieces. All those chunks rain down the earth and cause the apocalypse. Um, but they come together yes. and they can, they're time traveling as so yep. they go back. So they leave you with, are they kids? Are they going to be kids in season two? Or yeah, they're gonna go like back and basically try go back and try again. I mean, it's tough for me. I, I thought I thought it was interesting. I thought it was a good way to leave it open and keep it going. Time travel stuff for me is always hard because I really overanalyze it and I buy into like things that are already destined can't be undone. But then also like it's it's just it's interesting. So I want to see how they end up navigating that, you know, because. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I figured, I mean, as soon as it happened, I kind of called that early because he's, he, number five comes back and he's like, I got to stop it. And I was like, you're not gonna be able to stop it. Whatever's going to happen is all going to lead to that. It's, it's, it's not stoppable. You already saw that it happened. So now season two, I guess will be them trying again earlier on to try and make it so it doesn't happen or going a different route. But I don't know. Well, I mean, it, Vanya, now that she knows she has powers and she destroys the world, like, you go back in time and be like, don't do that. Don't do <laughs> Problem it. Solved. Problem solved. Yeah, I guess it's the little theory of like, because there, there's, I can't remember, it's got, it's got a name. But there's like the time travel thing where you couldn't actually do, you couldn't actually stop anything from ever happening. Like from right now, if it's already occurred, you can't undo it. So like if I jumped back in time and killed Hitler when he was a baby, it wouldn't matter because I think there's like an old Twilight Zone episode, not an old one like a newer one before this new one anyways that like the person goes back and kills baby Hitler and then the mom adopts another baby and that actually becomes Hitler. It's like, because it already happened, it's implying that you, no matter what you do, it leads to whatever the f- the future is like what you've seen will occur no matter what you go back and change because you are already part of the timeline. It's all just always happening. Nothing is because you exist. You live right now that happens. So it's that whole theory, but so then the also, butterfly. So, the whole butterfly effect is bullshit. Is well, that that's the, like that's one of the scientific principles of it. The idea that like that whole system, but then that takes into account one singular timeline. The idea and that one, that rule applies to the fact that if I right now did that same thing, if I went back and, and freaking shot shot baby Hitler in the head or even adult Hitler in the head, that somebody would replace him and maybe take on the mantle. Like everything I know at this point is unchangeable because I already know it, but. It doesn't take into account uh, fracturing of realities and dimensions. So very similar to uh, Star Trek, which is a good example of, I mean, it has some problems, but like the fact that it created a separate timeline by occurring, that would be a singling out because it would always have to happen. Not the point. The point is (laughs) that works in a timeline string. So the only thing that I'm thinking is that they could create a different reality. Basically, it's like my theory that I've talked about before, that if you invented time travel, if I invented time travel tomorrow and I time travel, I, my theory is that at that point you become the only true thing in the universe, like, because you are the only thing, no matter what you go back and change, you will continue to be there because your time travel, you basically have made all of reality move around you. So you can split off different realities and different factions, no matter what you change and go back and see or unsee, you're the only person living what really is the timeline. Everything else is just fractals coming off of you. Crazy shit, man. Crazy shit. Wow. Wow. I'm you got me you got my brain bubbling right now. I know, uh, it's crazy. 
some nerd shit for sure. Uh, but no, I, I'm. We'll see what happens I, with these guys, you, though. I mean, yes, this in this series, but now my question: You've opened up a new can of worms where I'm like, you think if you go back in time, this is a whole nother conversation. But you think if you go back in time, like whatever you change is gonna somehow something's gonna replace it to make the same event occur? Of course. Because it's already happening right now. If it hadn't already happened, there's no there's no first part of this. Like So if I go back in time and I break Michael Jordan's leg, mm-hmm. he's still gonna be the greatest basketball player of all time. It'll get fixed. It'll get repaired. It'll be something will occur that, that somebody will make else, it happen. Or, here. or does somebody else replace him? No, whatever you know here when you went back has to be the truth. This this doesn't alter because you've always been a part of the story. You going back in time has always been part of it, and doing that thing so some, has always been. Nobody's ever the so first. Can, so if I cut off this child's leg, yep. He's still going to be the greatest basketball player of all time. I'm telling you, this is just a theory because nobody can do this. But what I believe, I don't know about if I buy the theory. I, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know if I, I don't know if that the fallacy that is thinking that you you can't like you basically what because that happens if that's what you really your intent was if you're saying I am going to go back in time and I'm going to cut off Michael Jordan's leg, you will never go back in time. Because the th- the thing that we're introducing that that is trying to like break the model is the fact that you in your closet right now can walk over and be like, oh shit, look at this time machine I just found. No, if that was your one goal, you will never accomplish it because he didn't have his leg cut off and Michael Jordan exists. That's because time itself also, this is a fallacy that we think of, we all think of time as being A to B, that it started one place and it ends someplace. But time itself is its own form of all of it. So it's all happened. It's all already set. I mean that's some people's belief. I I buy into that. I think it's all I think it's all happening at the same exact time. Doesn't matter if I throw this pencil in my hand across the room. I already threw the pencil or I didn't throw the pencil. It just depends on what I'm going to do. It's pretty heavy, doc. So maybe Pretty heavy, doc. In 5000 years Michael Jordan doesn't exist because at that point somebody went back and took care of Michael Jordan, which made all this irrelevant. But I guess the theory I guess what it holds is that Actually, we wouldn't know it, right? So if somebody wanted to do that, it, it, it will never happen. It doesn't matter that you don't have time travel. It never will. But there are things that could have happened. Like maybe there was somebody better than Michael Jordan, but somebody in the future went back and killed them and then went back because then we would never know that kid exists, right? So everything that's already happened as a, as a symptom of that time travel jump has already occurred and we'll never know it. You know what I mean? Because we, know what, we just know what everything is. <laughs> Is this a dream within a dream? I mean, it kind of is. It's it's like a freaky moment to realize, like you wouldn't know, like if somebody went back and did something, you have you no idea unless you did it's it. just part unless of your you story. Did it. Unless it's but you, guess, and if you are, then you're the person in the future that said that I did went back then, and did that thing. But if, even if you go back and do that thing, don't don't you not remember? Won't you not remember? Well, because that person in the future wouldn't know what that thing they did was, so it wouldn't exactly. So basically, time travel going back is pointless. Because if you go back and change something and it has an effect on you knowing that thing in the future, you'd never know about it, which creates a paradox, which collapses reality. So yeah, it doesn't happen. There's no point in going backwards. You might as well just go forwards, unless time's all existing at the same point. But then your reality would be different. I guess you always went back to the future. Huh. I might just... Time travel itself... Time travel itself might just be a paradox. Like, if you built a machine and turned it on, you might just create a paradox loop that would eat the whole universe. Huh. So... Basically, we can know how to do time travel right now. So basically, we... time travel is dumb. What you need to be doing is building a dimensional travel. You need to be able to hop between d- dimensions. The un- the world, the That's... universe next to ours is way more probable that you could puncture a hole and go there. Also, is it time, time ex- exists differently in other forms of bandwidth. That's a whole other thing. That The multiverse isn't always happening at the same moment. Just like, oh, I'm I'm sitting at this desk right now. And what would it be like if I went to the world next door where the Nazis won World War II? It wouldn't be, time moves slower across a bandwidth. So you could go to one reality where it's 150,000 years in the past. You go to one reality where it's 50,000 years in the future, but it's all the same variation. So in the one in the 50,000 years of the future, you'd look back and be like, oh my God, the Nazis won World War II 52,000 years ago. That's wild. Well, they didn't win 50,000 years ago. Time's funny. But then the other one, you'd be like, oh, snap. This one doesn't have dinosaurs. This one has freaking eels, big eels with no bones. That's crazy. You know, because, yeah, time forward and backwards is a mess. But sideways, it's really interesting. 
Yeah, Anywho, that's that's if we but see that's where it gets weird because we know time is a thing and we know what's happened in our past, but like the dimensions, different dimensions and alternate alternate universes, like ultimate ultimate uh, alternate universes. That's like I have to feel like that's way more far fetched. Really, I feel like that's way more doable. Are you really? I do. Then going back and like cutting off Michael Jordan's legs. Well, there's also a theory about reset. The world doesn't called, get Michael Jordan. Uh, about reset, but recession, reset. Basically, it's that if you did go back in time, everything's reset. That that if that when you made the machine, when you do the machine and you build it and you go back, it resets all the atoms in the whole entire universe to what they were at that time. So there really is nothing past that. That's this is like a loophole in that one theory. It resets everything. But by going back in time and resetting everything and changing one thing, then you have massive butterfly effect because you probably, what's the point? You went to cut off Michael Jordan's leg, but you're not going to exist. I mean, the odds of you changing one thing and keeping everything the same for you in the future, astronomical, astronomical. So that's the only thing, but that's reset theory. And that means that like time isn't actually a string that it's actually just like a bunch of molecules put together in a row, just like anything else. And it can be broken and reset to its previous form. And it has a memory, which is also interesting in itself. I don't know. I'll start working on that. I'll drop some plans. We'll see if we can't get ourselves (laughs) to the future. Uh, Have you heard the theory of like aliens aren't aliens are just us humans in the future adapt, evolving interstellar. That's what happens in interstellar. It's us as fourth dimensional beings. Because we figured it out, sending back the black hole so that we could save ourselves. Another wild thing, because that one is using gravity in relation to time, which can not get so things in, real not wonky. So much interstellar. Not so much interstellar, whereas like humans come back and humans are, but like a like the human has evolved in such a way they look different and have come back. So they come back in time and are on Earth. So we're like, well, you're an alien. You've got bug eyes and no thumbs but it's because we don't need thumbs in the future we use ipads and no longer write things so we can draw things and we come back and build pyramids be like well watch us watch us fuck up humanity watch us fuck up humanity they would have had to come and do like that always would have had to happen that's kind of the interstellar thing too that the fact that that black hole opens and they go through it always had to occur it never didn't and that's that's really the biggest thing that's the synopsis of all this time travel stuff it's impossibly complex it's all theory you can have fun all day because you can keep finding loopholes or maybe things you're like wait that's it well if the thing was always there then it was always going to be there no matter what so that means that time exists infinitely it's all this is what i'm saying when i went back to it's all happening at once it's all from the minute that time started to the very end of infinity it's all happening at the exact same moment because whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And whatever has happened has happened. It's all, it's not just a line. You're not just, we just get, we get so pompous in our heads. Like, well, this is the present right now. Well, right now it's the present in 1284 somewhere else too. And it's the present in 3865. Like it's all happening right now to somebody. There's also the theory that the universe starts when you're born and ends when you die. Well, that's true. I mean, well, I mean, in fairness, this is all silly because it's a simulation. So we're yeah. all living in a computer. Uh, we can dreamers can dream. <laughs> Anywho, uh, watch Umbrella Lost, Academy. You're gonna like Umbrella. It. If you like time travel, you're gonna have a watch heyday Umbrella, with yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, we really got off on a tangent there, which is amazing. I'm so glad we did. But uh, Umbrella Academy, it's a good show. Um, I think if you like the superhero stuff, or even if you don't like superhero stuff, I think you can get into the show. Um. I love Ellen Page. I'm always going to praise Ellen Page. She picks really cool stuff and does it so well. Even X-Men. Oh, yeah. This is just in a nutshell. It's basically X-Men meets... X-Men if they were more... Yeah, if they were more dysfunctional. Yeah. Um, And there's also... We didn't talk about this at all, but there's... There is a talking monkey. There is a talking monkey and an android. What else do you need? And an android mother. Yes. Creepy. Um, it's creepy. <laughs> tune in next week as we talk. Captain Marvel's going to be dope for sure. This is have a fun time. This is the dopest. This is the dope show. Of shows for show.
yeah, man. Chris, any last words before we get the fuck up out of here? Oh, thanks for uh, listening, and I hope you don't wish you had time travel so you go back and not listen. Or maybe we'll go back in time and delete this entire conversation. Whoa, and be like, did this did we happen, ever have no, it happened. Yeah, man. It occurred. It did. No, I'm leaving right it in there. It's, it's cool. That, that That's just called post-editing. That's just called post-editing. Uh, <laughs> exam post. All right, we'll be back next week. Same rap channel. Same nerd time. <laughs> uh, Maybe I'll give you an update on my nerd date life. Oh, yeah. Get that second date, dog. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was hilarious, but I did. It was. Um, it, it was. You're a funny guy, Chris. Oh, hey, oh, hey, hey, before I talk to you. Uh, this is G-Splash. I'm Bradley Bax. This is my man, Chris Bucky Watts. We out of here, baby. Peace. G-Splash. Hey. Uh, I'm talking G-Splash.